It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. Welcome back to the Pandarin Talk. My name's Sean Dangler, and I'm with you as always. I'm finally back talking on my actual mic. That's very nice, actually. Uh, it's been a hot minute since I've been back. Uh, home. I'm also a little late on the episode this week, so I apologize for that. But it's been uh, it's been a busy week. That's that's basically all I can say. It's, I've been working for uh, my old company, freelancing for them, and long days uh, and that type of stuff. So I just haven't had time uh, because I've been tired and taking care of that stuff. But so I kind of wanted to do this earlier, but I think it honestly helped that I waited a little bit. I just want to talk because I did a pregame, I guess, recap of what I thought the election would do. And now it's postgame, baby. We got it done. And, you know, it took a while for some counts to get done. You know, it's slower just because, you know, people were doing mail-in and that type of stuff. I personally, I've always voted absentee. I, I, my wife had a coworker questioner in terms of like, well, you're not sick. Why do you vote absentee? But I always thought voting absentee uh, was the best way to do it. As long as you know, now since I would change the laws because you have to get it back. It has to be back by 8 p.m. I think on election day. But if you get it done early enough, I always thought it was way better just because like I get it. And then I can actually like research all the people who are on the ballot especially for the positions i have no idea who they are uh so that's my my pitch i guess that you should vote absentee that's basically it for that i i've never uh never quite understood that but why people so many people vote in person but i mean i get it i mean that's just what it is i just personally have never voted in person uh for a like a main election i think there's a special election i have um because i didn't even know if i was gonna vote it until the last minute so otherwise, yeah, I am just kind of uh, just going to go over kind of the results here. And we've gone back and it, maybe if you've paid attention to politics, you probably have an idea of this. If not, uh, I'm hoping I'm guessing most of you don't pay as much attention as I do, which is probably a good thing because it can sometimes be exhausting. But here we go. Uh, I'll probably mainly just talk about Iowa. There might be a little national talk in terms of stuff. But basically, if you want the very broad picture, if you're reading any, pretty much any of the websites. is So, yeah, going in, Republicans thought they are going to have a huge red wave. This is nationally. Um, they did not. Uh, they didn't go bad, but it went a lot better for Democrats uh, than it did for than what they thought that what was going to happen, you know. I think in the House, the Republicans are probably still favored to probably take the House, but in the Senate, uh, I think the Republicans still have a chance, but I would say that Democrats have a decent shot since they picked off Pennsylvania uh, with Fetterman there, and uh, it looks like Arizona's leaning towards that, so basically Democrat, or Republicans, I think, have to take Nevada and maybe another state, maybe Georgia at that point. I think I'm not 100% sure again. That's but it seems like the Senate's probably going to stay democratic, which if you're before the election, that's kind of what people thought. Uh, I think as you got close to election day, people it started to gear towards uh, a little more towards Republican-ish, um, but it really wasn't as big of a red wave as possible. If there's one thing I I caught and this is kind of 
looking on, yes, I'm still on Twitter, but man, it's, it is a hellscape a little bit. But there's a lot of cool information, people who are still on there I follow. And they are just talking about uh, overall, um, what was I going to go with? I Dang it, I forgot my train of thought I was going with. Uh, but yeah, basically Republicans just didn't uh, do as well as Democrats and um, didn't overperform as well. Oh, this is what my thought is. A lot of people thought, and it was kind of true, there was a lot of, it seemed like right-leaning pollsters that were coming in at the towards the end really pushing it towards the republicans uh the the like weighted values at like i don't know 538 i think re- real clear politics use i'm not again i think i've researched this stuff uh, enough to kind of have that but that's what some people thought it kind of made it look like it was going to be a lot worse than it was but it's because the polls were kind of commissioned by more republicans but it's basically yeah, nutshell, nationally, Republicans probably going to take the House. Democrats probably going to hold the Senate. And obviously, Joe's still president. But for Iowa and Florida, there was a red wave. Maybe another state had it, but those are the two that I know. DeSantis did really well in Florida. I think pull, out pulled a lot of Florida people. Like I think he won Miami-Dade County, which is obviously where Miami is, which isn't typically one that goes red. Uh, but in Iowa, yeah, we are the opposite. If you are the Democrats... Uh, it was the opposite of what you saw anywhere else in the nation. Republicans pretty much kicked ass, uh, kicked the Democrats' ass up and down the board. And I think part of that reason uh, for me uh, seeing it is I think Kim Reynolds, man, people love Kim Reynolds apparently. That's that's literally what I'm 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 looking at. She absolutely skunked. Uh, Deirdre Dejir, and I think that cost Republicans or Democrats down ballot is because obviously I'd kind of noted this before, but Democrats uh, didn't really invest much in Deirdre's campaigns. It seems like the big backers of her campaign just didn't really do much, uh, or that typically backers who typically back like uh, other Democratic campaigns in Iowa didn't do much, do too much, and Deirdre Dejir wasn't Fred Hubble. Uh, where she he had she had a lot of money for uh, name name recognition, and so basically Kim Reynolds could just run up the board, and I think because people were out to vote for her, uh, it helped push over a lot of the other candidates. Like for example, now it appears that Rob Sand will probably be the only Democrat to hold on as a state auditor. He had, if you watched, he had a lot of campaigns. Uh, or a lot of uh, ads. You know, he had like three different ads. The office one, I think another one, uh, where people promoted how great he was. I'm pretty sure he had a third one. Or he, he at least had two. Uh, but he was running against, I bet most people don't know who it was, uh, outside of Republican, because I don't think he had a single ad on TV. Maybe he had one, but I don't remember seeing it. Like, Rob had a way more ads. So I thought, obviously in my pre-production, pre-game uh, thing, I thought... Rob probably had a decent chance because, like, people just know Rob that much more. Uh, but the Todd Halber, who's running against him, right now, as it stands with over 95% of votes in, they think Rob Sand's probably going to win. Rob has 50.1% vote, 50, of the votes, and uh, Halber has 49.9%. 
It's that close. And everyone knows who Rob, I feel like everyone knows Rob Sand more than everyone else. Maybe it's because he's more active online and I'm on Twitter for sure. And I'm more active on Twitter. So I just imagine people do. That could be my bias there. But the fact that this guy, Todd Halbert, I know there weren't that many ads for him. The fact that he, that he almost won and he literally didn't do like, if you, I think if you check their disclosures, I watched and I oppressed with them. He didn't have like anybody, and I thought it was weird at the time. He was like, yeah, I think we're going to do fine. Like when they asked him if he thought he was going to win despite the money advantage. And he was fucking almost right. And he got no help. And that's the thing. Like none of the other, uh, because he wasn't even the top pick for the Republican uh, to win uh, when they were doing their primary. And he won, and I think he didn't get supported as much as other Republicans uh, for various reasons. One was that. He used to work for the state, and then he sued the state for stuff. And now, I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but, yeah, no. Like, he didn't really get supported as much as some of these other candidates, but he literally just didn't even, like, I didn't see him anywhere, elsewhere. He almost solely won, I feel like, just because of he was a Republican. Like, that's how bad the red wave here uh, was in Iowa. Like, that's how, like, Rob, I think he's done a pretty good job in that type of stuff, and he literally... He's got about the most name recognition out of any Democratic candidate, and he's still almost lost. And he, like, straight up, like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, he, he, like, I don't under, that's how Republican, I guess, the state is, or how many independents or whatever you want to describe it. If you, I was watching WHO TV in Des Moines here, and they showed a graph, and I don't remember what the graph exactly looked like, but essentially, way back in the day, Democrats and independents were way above republicans in iowa and now it's like republicans are up there then it's like democrats a little lower and independents are lower than that so it seems like a lot of independents have leaned towards republican yeah i'm just looking at this and rob saying like i don't know it, it is insane to me how well uh like how well halber did whatever but that's like basically described like Tom Miller, who's served, I think, as 38 years as Attorney General, Democrat, long time. I was worried there. Obviously, an Iowa poll came out like two days before where he was only up 2%. So, I, I wasn't... I basically wasn't super shocked uh, that he... Like, I thought he might hold on, but the Brenna Bird, who <laughs> later found out she's the chief of staff... She was the chief of staff for Steve King's campaign. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> like, she, she ended up winning. I know they put a lot of money in her race, so it wasn't that surprising. But then, I really, it was the Rob Sand thing just absolutely shocked me. Because I really didn't think he had a chance that he was going to lose at all. Like, it wasn't even close. But when I went to bed on election night, he was behind. And, you know, they got some votes out of Lynn County that had taken a while. But seriously, I, like, that, I think that's really the thing. is I really never thought Rob Sand had a chance at losing. And he almost, by God, nearly lost. And obviously State Treasurer Fitzgerald, who had been there a long time, he lost uh, 51 to 49. How? Uh, and that's the thing. And Miller lost 51 to 49. So that just tells you, essentially, like, the Republicans just were pulled over the finish line by Kim Reynolds, in my opinion, because she had so many people voting for her, and people were just voting strictly Republican. Like, you want to believe, you know, people are independent, but it just seems so many people were... Uh, voting straight ticket or whatever, you know, I don't know. The independents obviously leaned a little more Democrat in these races because if you get up to like uh, Reynolds and DeGere, it was clearly uh, not close. 
Chuck won by like 13 points, uh, 56 to almost 44, I guess. And that's basically for Frank, and that's, you know, I was listening, I think I would press again, they, or another podcast, maybe it's the Iowa Politics podcast, but if you're at like a Democrat, you're at like 43 or 44%, you are essentially just hitting Democrats, I think, at that point. And so that's what's unfortunate is, yeah, you're, you're, you're not really, he's not appealing to anyone else. He's just hitting Democrats more so. And so that's, you're not going to win a race in Iowa being just strictly getting the Democrats. We're not, we're not New York. So yeah, I'm just kind of just going through, uh, the vote totals right now because I'm kind of curious because it was a little over 1.2 million people voted in both the U.S. Senate and the U.S. governor race here in Iowa. And so I just want to look up the Iowa population. It was 3.1 million. So that's less than half of the people vote. That's always crazy to me. I thought more people would enjoy voting, but some people, you know, you just don't pay attention. You just get kicked in the nuts all the time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I could dig in these stats all day long. Uh, but it is truly something different. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking through this, the other stuff, trying to see what other notes I had that I wanted to talk about. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, if you go through like the, obviously that, I think if you go to the U S house part, the U S house, uh, Miller makes one by seven points. Henson one by eight points. None one by point six nine points. And Feenster one by point or, or thirty seven points. Feenster was not surprising. All that was gonna go. None. I, you know, I was hoping Cindy Axe would pull off. Uh, but it's not surprising. Zach none won. I think it. You know, in this type of climate, I think in a couple of years, if it gets better, rosier for Democrats, or maybe in a few more years. Uh, I don't know. However, it depends. I think this district, the one that Axie and Nunn are in, it's going to flip back and forth. I don't think it's going to stay red as much, but I could be wrong. I think what shocked me the most is that Miller Meeks and Hinson won by a margin of, I mean, Miller Meeks won by a margin of seven and Hinson won by eight. I really thought, because those districts, I think, are a lot more even, just like the the one Axie's in. A lot more even in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, what is it? I'm saying Democrats and Republicans. But I really just didn't think Hinson and Miller Meeks would win by that much. You know, I not that like I thought it would be closer in terms of that uh, they would uh, be able to pull it off a little easier. Like it would be a lot closer race, but it really never was close at all. Yeah, because Liz Mathis, she got about 46% vote. Again, it's like Franken. It's it's not a ton more. She she obviously won in Cedar Rapids and, uh, what is it called? Uh, Blackhawk County. I think, oh, going back to the governor race, Deirdre Jajir lost, she lost Blackhawk County. I don't think any other real of the Democrats really lost Blackhawk County. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> that really is something because Blackhawk County is usually a pretty uh, reliable uh, Democratic stronghold. Uh, but yeah, he definitely lost. Like she, she lost that. Whatever. But yeah, just going back, I think it's just surprising to me how much, uh, how big like Henson won. You know, she got over fifty-four percent of the vote. 
you really can go to the New York Times and they have a bunch of cool little maps that kind of show you how it all shakes out. And uh, I think it's that part's pretty interesting. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm looking at Blackhawk County right now. Uh, Mathis only took it by three, and in 2020, the presidential margin is by nine. Like that's what it is. It's crazy. It's crazy, guys. It's crazy. There's so much to talk about. I think the craziest thing is if you go on their the New York Times graph right here, they show like the arrow of how the shift in margin from the 2020 presidential vote. And if you go to the governor one, it's just like everything's red. Literally every like Lynn, all the counties are red. And you go to the Senate, and it's it's a lot smaller the the change compared to whatever. It just Kim Reynolds, a lot stronger candidate than I really thought she was. Uh, I think it's partially was name recognition and that stuff, but yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think she. I. It's like the thing is, here's my my analysis is a lot of the stuff that the, Kim Reynolds like. She didn't campaign on what she actually wants to do, which is the the school choice stuff and the other stuff, because it's not super popular. She just campaigned against Joe Biden. And in Iowa, if no one knows, Joe Biden is not liked. He has a lower approval rating in Iowa than anywhere else in, uh, well, anywhere else. Com- lower approval rating than the rest, like, than the national average. And so I, that's the thing. Like, it's, ah, Joe's going to come again. The thing is, Criminal is more than happy to accept the money that the government has provided her, uh, but she'll still criticize him because, you know, that's that, you know, that's how you do it. It's stupid, uh, that part, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just going through the, what do we got? The congressional races, Miller Meeks. Let's just look at hers real quick. Uh, it is, I think what's shocking is how much, uh, Christina Bohannon got 46.6. So, like, yeah, her and Mathis were fairly close uh, in it. But it's just, like, I think to me that just the shift is what's the craziest. It just went red everywhere, but even more so uh, than I thought it would in Iowa. But that's what it is. (laughs) If you want to go... I'm really trying to just get through this stuff because I don't know how exciting this is for everyone to listen to, but here we go. Let me, I wanted to pull up. Uh, it looks like, so if you're going to the Iowa State Senate uh, or the State House. Uh, I think how it shakes out, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm, this is going off of uh, Bleeding Heartland, which is a liberal-leaning website. I, Dave, she has some good analysis, though. Uh, but it looks like, uh, in most of the, yeah, I think most in the state, state house and the state Senate, Democrats lost seats overall. Then Republicans picked up some seats. And so, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, it wasn't, it just really in Iowa, it just wasn't good for, uh, Democrats at all. Uh, at all. It just really wasn't wasn't good, and uh, it's it's unfortunate uh, for anyone who is looking for uh, Democrats because it's gonna be Republican for a while. That's basically what I'm saying. It's gonna be Republican uh, for a while. Yeah, I don't I don't really know I don't know if you're a Democrat in Iowa what you do. I think a lot of people have had the argument, and I've heard this over the years. I didn't necessarily agree 
think about it that much, but I think this era is even more so. People, you know, think like literally a Democrat in Iowa is just a Republican light. Like they don't aren't really um, different than Republicans, just that they're by name only. And so if you're going to vote Republican, why not actually vote for a Republican? Like whatever. Like that's Democrats really need to be different. I think I I think my analysis is obviously Democrats like Joe Biden's never done well in Iowa. So like obviously I think that plays a role. People just don't like Joe in Iowa. That's okay. That's fine. You don't have to like Joe. And so I think that that weighs on it. I also I and I I think I do agree with the fact that you know it is it is a point Democrats and Iowa need a new approach because if you look the all the kingmakers whatever you want to say in Democratic Party in Iowa, the most important people are all old. The Vilsacks are old. And so it's just like, I, there needs to be you, new uh, young blood, which I think there is some. Uh, like Rob Sand is obviously a, a different different guy, uh, newer, and he still held on. So I'm sure a lot of people are going to see his campaign one do it. But the thing is, and he did it right, where he went moderate and he was able to win it that way. Uh, because he's not, he's one who tries to work with everyone. And I think that's, that's a lesson you have to, Democrats need to keep. Obviously you can't just completely take advantage, but I take that for advantage. But I do think there still needs to be a change where we can, Democrats in Iowa need to be different. You know, (laughs) that's what it is. They got to be different. Because obviously, like, you go to Pennsylvania, I don't know how Democrats did it, but Fetterman won. He won the Senate. I also think Oz was a terrible candidate, and I was one of the events I was working for CTI, there was a speaker who was, like, shocked that Oz didn't win. I'm like, dude, Oz blows. Like, that was just a terrible candidate to put out there. Uh, Fetterman had his issues, obviously, but, like, Oz? Seriously? No. Uh, but I, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just akin to Fetterman because he's a guy who just loves to wear sweatshirts and shorts, and that's literally my attire. And so, like, I just think that's just great, great look. Uh, but, I, I I mean, really, the biggest thing is, uh, for uh, if you go back, I anyone, you can go to the Secretary of State website for Iowa, and you can go back, and they show voter registrations through, I, I don't remember exactly, at least 2,000. I think farther back, but maybe just 2,000. If you go back to, like, when Obama won, and you can look at this on a map. This, these maps aren't hard to find. You can that's on Wikipedia will show the counties that Obama won. The state was a lot bluer, like a lot bluer. But on the registrations, it was a lot bluer. And like I described earlier, it is like completely flipped. Like it used to be way more Democratic. Now it's a lot more Republican. And especially if you look in counties that are not where any of the big re- big cities are in Iowa. And by big cities, I mean the metropolitan areas. I don't mean a tumble. I don't mean Mason City. I don't mean uh, like Burlington or something like that. Even maybe Dubuque. Literally just like Des Moines. Well, Iowa City because that's just a liberal haven. Cedar Rapids, so Lynn County, Johnson County, uh, Polk County, um, Story County, where Iowa State is, Blackhawk County, typically, obviously not for this year. Blue. Everywhere else, just look at the numbers. There are just, like, the Republicans, yeah, it's changed a little bit. They've increased their numbers a little bit. But it has not increased as much as how much, how much the Democratic registration has dropped. Just dropped off in some counties. There's, like, counties that you can, like, after Obama won, they were, like, half and half, like, 50%. Now, 
it's literally like, I don't know, I think it's three quarters to like a quarter or something like that. Like, it's not even close. So Democrats running campaigns, how, they don't have a fucking chance. And that's the thing. Like, that's why, like, when people are like, yeah, we got to, like, in other parts of the country, yes, they can get by, like, Minnesota. One of the reasons Minnesota has stayed Democratic, like, compared to, I would say, the other Midwestern neighbors that it's close to, is because the Twin Cities are so big that they have more college-educated, usually a lot more college-educated people are leaning towards the Democratic Party. Unlike, like, it used, a lot of it used to be more blue-collar workers, not as educated, and that's where Republicans are picking off those voters, and in Iowa, there's a lot more, and Des Moines or any of the urban centers are not big enough to offset those losses with the white college people, because what do we all hear in Iowa? Everyone, all the young people leave the state, and when all the young people leave the state, there's all old people, not all people, and there's obviously other people who vote Republican, but it's like, that's hemorrhaging their base, so they have to. They have to, Iowa Democratic Party, appeal to the rural base. You're not going to win. There's no fucking way Democrats are going to win rural Iowa. If they do, like, you got to be Obama, I guess, in this first term. Like, that's just not going to happen. Like, that's, like, you have to. Like, you have to, like, you have to leverage, you got to stop the hemorrhaging. That's basically it. You can't. Democrats can't expect to win, but you can't fucking get blown out and just say, we're going to pick it up in the cities. That's never going to fucking happen. At least for the time being, unless one of these cities in Iowa really explodes in population. I don't think it will. Uh, but that's that's basically it. I don't think, you know, some people might say, I was the next, like, northern Alabama or anything like that. There's no fucking way that's going to happen. Iowa's still got enough juice there, and I just don't think that's going to happen. But, there's a reason Trump is popular. I, I really think there's a reason Trump and Bernie were so popular in Iowa. It's, po- it's good old populism, you know? People want to fight against the system in Iowa. And that's why fucking Joe Biden, why, one of my thoughts of why I think Joe Biden is so not loved in Iowa. It's because you look at him, he's, pretty, he's about as establishment as you can get. That makes sense. Like I, 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 like, I can see that point of view. The thing... And so, like, the Democrats need to go the populist route. They didn't take a stand against, and I think this is, and people have made this argument, I think they could. They didn't literally say they're doing the same thing if they took a stand against, not necessarily the biofuels industry, but if they took a hard stance, they would probably win some votes. Maybe they'd hemorrhage all the other votes, so that doesn't fucking matter. So maybe that's, maybe that doesn't. But I, I, less so the biofuels, but, like, the pipelines, the carbon pipelines, if they took a stand against that, I think they would win a few more votes in rural Iowa because someone cares. Because guess what? I I would be shocked. I will buy everyone who listens to podcasts a beer. If, okay, I'm not going to actually do this. Well, maybe one beer. One beer. I can do one beer probably because I, I don't think that many people listen to this podcast. I, ho- I hope I'm wrong. I'm blowing way too much money. But I will bet in this next year, there something's gonna happen where there no one's gonna care about this. Like Kim Reynolds will come out for the pipeline. That is what she's gonna do, and they'll build this pipeline. And so when people are complaining about like wind energy or whatever in Iowa, that I just this pipeline's fucking ten times worse than any fucking wind turbine out there, in my opinion. Because it it's if you look at carbon capture stuff, doesn't fucking work. It never has. You can Google it, it just it doesn't really work. Wind energy works. 
So when people like, so if they come out for this, it's just a play to the ethanol industry and the biofuels. Again, I'm a farmer. I love it. But you got to call a spade a spade. Is that the right term? I don't fucking know. Maybe that's the wrong term. A red or red? I don't know. I don't know. I'm frustrated. But the thing is, Democrats have to do something. Like, they have to be different. They have to appeal to rural Iowa that's different than what Republicans are, which is, hey, we're stopping you from Joe fucking Biden. What the fuck? That's it? Oh, man. Joe Biden's not coming to Iowa to steal our land or anything like that. And I know the Democrats obviously came out against the school choice thing. Problem is, for school choice, economy is always the biggest thing in Iowa. But the school choice... Uh, is is a huge deal that I feel like could have got a bigger play, but ultimately people don't fucking care about educational policy, and that's one of the reasons I think Dejir didn't do well because she really did focus, and I think it was the right, you know, that I do think that's focusing because the school choice is a big deal in Iowa uh, when it comes down to it because I really think it could harm rural public schools, and that bill is definitely going to fucking pass this next year. For sure, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately. Now, where am I at? I don't even fucking know at this point, guys. I'm, I've got myself all revved up. This is way longer than I normally do one of these a day in the lives. But what I'm saying is, like, there's there's a... He just was elected. He almost beat Steve King a few years ago, but he got uh, elected to the state legislature, J.D. Schulten out of Western Iowa. There's a man who probably has an idea how to help Democrats turn around whatever the fuck is happening out there in the wilderness of Iowa... It's this guy, because he knows how to connect with these people. So, that's why I don't think it's, like, Iowa's turning super red. It's going to stay there for years and years. It might be until after Joe Biden is president, or if there's a new someone else. Like, I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately, while Joe Biden's president, because uh, Iowans just don't like Joe. And so, they need, like, an inspirational candidate to vote for, uh, and that type of stuff. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, I don't know. I think it will change, but Democrats in my analysis really need to fucking figure out rural Iowa because they're not going to fucking win the state. Otherwise you don't have to like, you have to figure out, Oh, this is, I was trying to buy time until I thought, uh, what my thought was marijuana, Mara fucking wanna, why the fuck is this, why am I swearing so much? Sorry, mom. Uh, why is it not legal in Iowa at this point? There is absolutely zero reason it should not be illegal. Should be illegal. Uh, uh, I don't remember what I'm going for. That's why, and I know Democrats put it on their policy platform to like legalize it. But like, if I was a candidate, I would just fucking, especially if I was like in rural Iowa, I might not have a chance. I would just straight up just run on the campaign of like, let's legalize weed. Let's get this fucking tax money. Let's put it in our schools. Whatever we got to do, let's fucking blaze up 420. Because it's never, it will never happen under Kim Reynolds because I'm pretty sure she claimed at one point she's never going to do it because she, when she was in her uh, AA, she met someone who was addicted to weed. One fucking person. Yet we have alcohol, clearly, who a lot of people in Iowa are probably addicted to. Maybe meet yours truly. Still, like, happening. Like, what? Like, it is dumb. I, I'm pretty sure because Missouri, I think, passed it. A, a marijuana thing. Literally every, like, recreational marijuana. That's what I'm talking about. Obviously, I think medical, there is some medical marijuana in Iowa. But literally almost, I think maybe all the states around Iowa, it's legal in. 
What are we doing? That's just tax money just going out the fucking door. It's it's not helping people. Like when I thought my uh, when my grandma was near the end of her life, she was in a lot of pain. So you know what they give you? They give you morphine. It slowly kills you. That's what morphine does. But it gets out of that pain. Whatever. I don't know if marijuana has anything to do with that. But anyone who's in pain, I support giving them marijuana in front of any other fucking drug that's made in a lab. Like, marijuana at least, and I know people are going to be like, oh, they make marijuana in a lab, they can make it real strong. That's probably true. But it still comes from the earth at the end of the day. The earth, it has shown up. I always believe in whatever the earth can provide it, that's probably the best alternative at the end of the day. Because that's how what Mother Nature intended. And so that's why I believe... I, if, if Democrats really need to come out hard, like we're pro marijuana, we're pro getting this tax dollars, we're pro uh, getting these tax dollars into our public schools, we're pro putting these tax dollars into our worst bridges in the fucking nation, like whatever it fucking is, like marijuana needs to be like number one, uh, one of the number one things to do. I don't know. That's, I really think, I'm not a, I'm not even, I look like a guy with my hair that I smoke a lot of weed. I've, Done it once, and I gave myself a fucking panic attack. So, yeah, no, I'm also learned after the fact that uh, people were like, hey, uh, you smoked, or uh, you did way too many the first time. My friends at the time were like, oh, yeah, this is what I do. And then the next day, he's like, oh, I did freak out the first time. Like, cool. <laughs> but I, if you do it the right way, and it's, and it's I think the other thing is, if it's, if it's legal, people, you know, people trust it more. You know, you're not going to get something laced with something you don't want. And it just makes sense to have the government involved in that. It gets it off the streets and it gets more taxpayer dollars and that type of stuff. Now, going into something else that I want to talk about is... Uh, it kind of ties into, like, um, women and stuff. I, I think the thing is people are a little scared... You know, because obviously Republicans are going to have a very big control in Iowa with abortion and stuff. But if you look across the nation, you look everywhere, people across the nation voted pretty much, if abortion was on the ballot or it was there, people were not, they were voting pro-abortion, I guess. Uh, not in terms of like weeks or whatever, but like they were like, yeah. We're, uh, we're good with doing, uh, we like anti-abortion things did not do well. So that's why I have confidence in Iowa. And I think there is an amendment. I think it might be this next year. If it passes again, uh, this year in the Iowa Senate and the Iowa House, like some anti-abortion language, I think it means taking the abortion out of the Iowa constitution. I don't remember exactly what it is. Something like that. But suppose to go to vote if they vote it passed this year to them. Uh, statewide vote uh, it'll come up and we'll see and I, I really think because it happened in Kansas and I don't think I was redder than Kansas I really think if that comes to a toll I, I think abortion rights uh, it's not going to be great because obviously they're still going to probably drop it from whatever it is now 20 weeks I think down to 6 weeks but like I don't think it's going to be as bad in terms of like it's not going to get fully banned because if it goes to the state or like a to state vote i think people will vote against it because i think like uh i was talking to my dad and he he basically like told me he's like i'm not against people you know having an abortion i don't have an abortion i don't you know you don't know what time but like that's not when you vote a lot of people aren't 
abortion isn't their top thing for some people. Not everyone, obviously. But, like, that's the thing. Like, I, that's why I have pretty much faith in if there's ever, like, that goes to a vote or something like that, it will probably get struck down. Um, but, yeah, for the time being, I was on a path uh probably being red for a while i think because of all the fucking tax cuts we're just gonna get more tax cuts which i guess is good for some of us uh not good if you're poor because i was looking at the flat tax they're gonna bring in if you're poor you're gonna start paying more tax that's fucking stupid you're poor <laughs> you're, you don't have enough money anyways uh but like i do think what's gonna happen is we're gonna turn into kansas where kansas went reds for so long they did all these tax cuts and finally people were like uh we can't get any services of anything around here because we got no money and then they'll vote in at least in kansas they voted in you know a democratic uh governor and so i think something like that will ultimately end up happening at some point i don't think it'll be you know in the next few years but it'll happen uh but i'm staying in iowa We'll make it happen. We'll make it work, maybe. The last part I want to go to, and God, I'm already talked 36 minutes. This went way longer than I thought it would be. Is DeSant Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump? Because if you if you pay attention to the national national politics, I think there's going to be a battle within the Republican Party of whether you stick with Trump or you stick with DeSantis. Because DeSantis, compared to the rest of the nation, overperformed, did very well, and a lot of the Trump candidates or the people that were more Trump-aligned, did not do as well. And I think some people are looking for a reason, actually I think a lot of people are probably looking for a reason to kick Trump to the curb. The problem is, Trump pulls a lot of the uh, a lot of people out that probably sit out of elections. That's how I think he won 2016 and got close in 2020. But he is, the thing is, he's great for that, but he's also toxic, toxic to about every fucking buzz, <laughs> to a lot of other people. And Ron DeSantis, I think, has enough pull where if he were to run, he would he would pull better than Donald Trump. Now, the, here's my take on the two. Donald Trump, I don't trust that man one bit. That, that's my take. I don't trust he will put the best intentions of the United States at the end of the day over his values. Ron DeSantis, on the other hand, I do. And now, I'll probably be here in two years back. I don't trust whatever. That's how it always goes. You know, you always make him the bigger villain. Each side. That's that's literally the most extreme thing. You point, paint him the that. That's what it is. But I do think uh, that's kind of where I lied. But I do think if anyone, if you want to pay attention, pay attention to whatever this Ron DeSantis versus Trump thing is. Because this is a battle for, like, the Republican Party. Because I think they're, it's two, they're very similar in the way of their non-woke uh, stopping or woke stopping whatever, like that, whatever that is. And I think people who begrudgingly voted for Trump uh, maybe be like, oh, DeSantis, you know, he's pretty similar, but he's not fucking Trump, you know? Like, we can get him to toe the party line a little more and not just be kind of crazy all the time. But Trump obviously doesn't want that, because Trump loves the attention. And if someone takes the attention from him, that's not good. And he already has put out... <laughs> Call him Ron DeSantis or something? It's one weird line. I don't know. I don't know why... You, whatever you do that. But... I really pay attention to this the next few years. The next couple of years. I mean, probably now, because obviously people are going to, the caucuses in Iowa at least are going to be in 2024. Oh, God, fuck us all, right? Uh, Republican, Democrats, that caucus ain't ever coming back to this great state. Uh, it'll just be here for the Republicans. So, 
We'll get a lot of that, but I really pay attention to that because those are going to be the two key players in the Republican Party running for re-election. They're running for president, I think. Now, there are rumors that DeSantis is going to back off and let Trump win, but I think after what happened here in Florida, Tim's doing so much better than the rest of the country. I think DeSantis is probably going to run against Trump, but it will be something to behold. It's going to be awful as terrible because it pretty much sounds like Trump's going to run for president. It's going to be fucking terrible. Presidential elections are gross. But it will be fascinating. So pay attention to that. My take on Joe Biden, I have no idea if he's going to run again. He shouldn't. That's my personal take in terms of like, if he was like 10 years younger, sure, go for it. I don't think it's that bad. But he's so fucking old, just as Donald Trump is. I'd really, either of them, I'd rather not have run because they're just so old. It's just not right. Obviously, like, unfortunately government has trended older because all these fucking baby boomers keep voting for older and older people because they're more like them but DeSantis he's 70 born in 1978 so what 54 44 44 he's 44 yeah like he's a relatively young guy so like that isn't as bad but I don't know so basically Joe Biden he probably shouldn't run but I don't know who else. Kamala, oh God, I don't think she will run. I hope. I think she'll see the writing on the wall. <laughs> Unfortunately for her, uh, it's not going to look too great for her. Uh, but otherwise, besides that, like, I don't know. I don't know what Democrats will do. That's the problem. Is I don't know who else they can put out. Bernie's obviously too old. So I don't know who they would put out that would be like kind of Joe Biden like. That's more centrist. But you have to be, and I think that's the thing. The only reason Joe Biden won is because people were just sick of Donald Trump. Like, that's literally it. But Donald Trump and uh, Barack Obama, they they came out of nowhere. Obama's a first-term senator. Donald Trump, obviously. like That's what people are looking for if you have to really get an exciting win. You know, People don't want the career politicians to run. Because no one fucking likes them. <laughs> They've been in office too long. Though Chuck Grassley keeps fucking winning, you know? So it doesn't affect everyone uh, to that sense. But if you're in for president, I don't think you would win. But overall, that's that's kind of my take, is that you have to... Uh, Democrats and Republicans... Uh, put someone younger out there. I don't know. DeSantis, whatever, he is younger. Democrats, I don't fucking know. It will be fascinating, because I don't know if Joe Biden will run. He really shouldn't run again. He's so old. <laughs> He did his job getting Trump out of office. Hopefully DeSantis will keep Trump from there and then whoever the Democrats can put up against him, it'll be a better election. It'll still be awful. Elections are gross. We should have less of it, less money in it. That's besides the point. I've talked way too long. That's that's the podcast, guy. Guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Or women, gentlemen and women, I get saying guys way too much, so I'm sorry about that for any women who listen. I really am. My name's Sean Dangler. Thank you so much for listening. Like, subscribe, tell a friend. I'm tired, man. I need to go eat. I'm hungry. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Pandering Talk. If you got any questions, concerns, or comments, just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under The Pandering Talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.